Hello everyone and welcome to Autocot. Today's episode is number 11 and it is about someone we will fondly refer to as Deuce Jr. Yes, this is an episode where we will be talking, at least initially, about the wine god Dionysus. We've encountered Dionysus before, you remember when the giants were attacking and he killed one of them called Eurytus. Yep. However, we're actually going to be talking about two different individuals who could be called Dionysus. And that won't be confusing at all. No, so we could number them as Dionysus 1 and 2. Our one, the famous one, is Dionysus the second because he could be named for an earlier person. Or it could be wished that he was an imitation of that person. Alright. So we're going to cover the famous one first, and then the one who he's named for. Alright. Let's back up a bit. Who is the Dionysus we're familiar with? Well, the Theogony says that he was the son of Zeus and someone called Semele, and Semele is the niece of Europa through her father Cadmus, who we also met back in episode 3 when Typhon was around. Very true. So he was part of the plot to get Zeus's lightning bolts back, if memory serves. Dionysus married Ariadne, and Zeus made her immortal. Is that Ariadne from the string of Arian? If you mean from the Minotaur and the Labyrinth, yes, she is the Ariadne who helps Theseus get through the Labyrinth by giving him some string to find his way back through it. Nice reference. Yeah, exactly. So now we turn to the Homeric hymn to Dionysus, and apparently there are many theories for where Dionysus was born, but supposedly the correct one is Nyssa. This region is mountainous and forested, and Diodorus backs this up as well, and it's apparently near Phoenicia, so we're in the Middle East, basically. Zeus makes reference to Dionysus being sown in during the course of the original text, and a footnote clarifies that what this means is that Dionysus was born too early from Semele, and Zeus had to sow him into his thigh as a result, so kind of to complete the pregnancy. Not weird at all. Not weird at all, but most of these stories could be summarised as not weird at all, I think, if we go down that route. Very true. For some more context about this, let's turn to Apollodorus and Guerber, because it seems a bit of a strange reference just to have one sentence on, that he was sewn into Zeus's thigh, right? Yeah. Semele, Dionysus' mother, was beloved by Zeus. However, and this is the fatal point for her, Zeus promised her that he could have anything she wanted. Ooh, dangerous promise to make here. Yeah. Now, Semele had been tricked by Hera, Zeus's actual wife, if you remember from the mythology, into asking that Zeus should appear to her as he did before Hera, so sort of in his true form. Zeus asked her not to wish for this, but she was steadfast, and he appeared in all of his glory in a chariot and with thunderbolts. In response to this, Semele promptly died of fear. That's rude. Yep. It says how intimidating the real glorious form of the Greek gods is, I suppose. Yeah, but that's rude. You appear in all your glory and your loved one just falls dead. I'm sure it's not as criticism. (laughs) But at this point, Semele was six months pregnant with Dionysus, so he obviously hadn't finished incubating, if we can call it that yet. He still had another three months or so to go. Therefore, Zeus stitched Dionysus into his thigh. Apparently, Semele's jealous sisters spread the idea that she'd actually been with another human, and that she'd said Zeus was the father, so dying as retribution for her lying about Dionysus' divine parentage. When Dionysus was born, as Zeus undid the sowing, he gave him to Hermes, who brought Dionysus to Aino and Athamas to be looked after. And in the Dionysiaca, Aino is also called Dionysus' wet nurse, so basically foster parents in a way. Hera turned the pair mad, and quite a bit of bloodletting followed, including of their own children. However, Zeus turned Dionysus into a baby goat to avoid Hera's (laughs) anger. Baby goat. Yeah, a bit of a strange disguise, but okay. We've seen stranger, probably. 
Hermes then brought him to the region of Nyssa we discussed before. To give you a bit of an idea at this point of Dionysus' power, he drove a man so mad once that he killed his own son with an axe because he thought he was cutting through a vine. Oof. There's also a short hymn telling a story that Dionysus was captured by pirates, but, long story short, he made them all jump overboard in fear after turning into a lion, making vines appear on the sails, ivy spring up on the mast, and conjuring up a fearsome bear out of thin air. Now, there had already been murmurs among the crew before all of this, after they couldn't tie him up. This is because ropes wouldn't stick to him, and he just sat there with a smile glinting in his eyes, which feels very sinister. <laughs> a little bit. Several times, the hymns focus on the fact that Dionysus is specifically loud. I'm not sure why, maybe there's some context I'm missing. Many if it's a baby goat, baby goats are very loud. Yeah, I think this is after he's turned into a baby goat, but I like to think that he's just never turned back and all of these myths are just a goat. <laughs> That's now canon, listeners. <laughs> it's a goat. Yeah. In fairness, maybe if you had as close an association with alcohol as Dionysus does, you'd be loud as well, so maybe it's just because he's constantly drunk and therefore a little bit rowdy. Maybe. Let's round out the details of our Dionysus, so Dionysus II, by turning to the, well, Dionysiarca, appropriately enough. Book 9 says that Hermes gave him his name, which means something along the lines of Limping Zeus, and this name comes from the fact that Zeus had been limping while pregnant, quote-unquote, because of the burden. Well, one of his legs would be heavier than the other because there's a baby inside them. Oh, poor Zeus. However, when he was born, his original name was Lysios, so there is a way to distinguish between these two individuals. Our Dionysus is also called Lysios. When he was born, he had horns on his head, apparently. So, that's some details on our Dionysus, the famous one that everyone is probably more familiar with. However, what about the connection to this mysterious Dionysus I, who I mentioned at the start of the episode? Well, for that one, I believe we need to turn to book number five. Yeah, of the Dionysiarca, exactly. It says that Dionysus, son of Semele, was meant to be a new Dionysus, a replication of a previous one. This first individual was the son of Zeus and Persephone, born after she married Hades. Zeus shapeshifted to deceive Persephone into sleeping with him. It seems in the shape of a dragon. I mean, dragons are poor powerful. Yeah. Like, you would go to them. Maybe not in that sense, but... Maybe not, but this is mythology. Yeah, this is mythology. We've seen weirder, we've also seen, sadly, worse things happening. <laughs> Zeus had apparently become bewitched by Persephone, who was his own daughter, just for clarification, and he spied on her while in the bath before sleeping with her. She would give birth to a boy with, again, horns on his head, and this boy is also called Zagreus. So this is the original first person whom Dionysus is meant to be sort of named after. While still a baby, Zagreus clambered onto the throne of Zeus and managed to hold his father's lightning bolts in his newborn hands, Ooh. which, if I remember correctly, is basically meant to be an indicator of Zagreus being a potential successor to Zeus. Hera did not like this and enlisted the Titans for help. While Zagreus was looking at himself in a mirror, they cut him down and he was ripped limb from limb. Ouch! So the first version of Dionysus shapeshifted and fought back, judging by what I can make out from the text, although it's possible I might have misread, it's a little bit confusing, until the Titans overpowered and diced him up. Ouch. However, his time as Zagreus ending meant his time as Dionysus began, so this is why we have two individuals called Dionysus, one coming after the other. Supposedly, Zeus only put the Titans in Tartarus after this, although for the sake of our chronology, I suppose we could say he chased them back down to it, given that we've already established the Titans are in Tartarus ever since Zeus overthrows Kronos. 
He also attacked Gaia in a little bit of a random passage, although I'm not sure why, as she seems to be completely blameless in this scenario. Well, we know, we do know Gaia makes prophecies. Maybe she had the prophecies about that happening and she didn't tell Zeus about it, and then therefore he decided to blame her anyway. Maybe. I have no idea. From what I've been able to decipher from this passage, Zeus just attacks Gaia. Maybe it's just because he's very angry and grief-stricken about the fact his son just got diced up like mincemeat. I mean, maybe, but also, like, since she kept telling him about what his kids would be doing in prophecies, maybe he was like, well, why didn't you tell me someone was going to do mean stuff to my baby? And she was like, what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe Gaia just been napping and woke up with a thunderbolt to the face. Yeah. He wrought fiery destruction everywhere, basically, but eventually took pity on Gaia's suffering and let the rain fall. So Zeus is angry for a little while, and then presumably calms down and comes to his senses a bit. Yeah, probably realising that Gaia's like, I didn't do anything this time! Yeah, for once. No prophecies either, in terms of physically mentioned in the story, which, given what we know about Gaia, is quite surprising. So, to summarise, we've got two Dionysus. Yes. The one we really know that is a kid that Zeus bore in his tight. Yep. And another one who became Dionysus after he was Mayhem. What we have here is Zagreus, the initial baby of Zeus, who was potentially meant to be his heir, and clambered up onto his throne and suffered for it. After he died, our Dionysus was then meant to be a new version of him, let's say. Alright. So it's... The text seems to imply that both of them are called Dionysus, which is why I've gone for this Dionysus 1 and 2 labelling, but you pretty much could just distinguish them by calling them Zagreus and Dionysus. Cool. So, that's the story of another one of Zeus's potential heirs, and again, from Zeus's perspective, catastrophe presumably averted, seeing as he's now sole ruler of the sky again with no one threatening his position. So, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Um, do have a check at our website. If you have any question, you can reach us at the show's email address. And we do have a TikTok where we've been putting some fun parts of our discussion. So if you want to take a look at that, have fun. And I guess we'll see you on to the next episode. What's the next episode going to be again? The next episode will be on the mother of Zagreus, and it is Persephone. Ooh, oh, interesting. Be sure to tune in for that then. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. So, what did you think of that story? It's fun. It's fun, but confusing even to write, because it's not fully explicitly stated that there's Dionysus 1 and Dionysus 2.